Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Sangimino, and I'm a yoga business strategist bringing you bite-sized business advice to help you grow a sustainable and profitable yoga business. Want to snag my best tips and tricks for growing your yoga biz online? Head over to megsangimino.com freebies to download my best free resources to get started. Now sit back and enjoy the show, but don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes published every Wednesday and Saturday. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today I'm going to talk about how I grew my Facebook group with a thousand plus dream clients. I'm going to talk through three ways that I grew my group in a really short amount of time. This is a question I get really often. Um, A lot of yoga teachers in my community have noticed that my group has grown very fast and rapidly. Um, I get questions all the time. Do you use Facebook ads? How are you doing this? And I'm going to talk about it all today. I want to say I do not pay for any type of marketing or any type of ads on Facebook. Everything that I've done is 100% organic. And if you don't have a huge budget starting out, that's what I recommend for you as well. We're going to talk about three steps that I took that are really important. So if you're thinking about growing a Facebook group, or honestly, if you're thinking about growing a community on any platform, this really can apply to anything. So the first thing is that I got super clear on my ideal client, and I got super clear on where I wanted to grow my community. So my Facebook group didn't just grow by chance. I actually said, okay, in the next six months, I really want to grow a Facebook group of yoga teachers that are looking to build profitable businesses. And then I'm going to launch to them in the Facebook group. And that's going to be the main place on social media where I market my offers and run my workshops and things like that. So that's number one. I see a lot of yoga teachers who just kind of leave it up to chance. They're like, "Ah, I'll open a Facebook group. I'll have an Instagram, a YouTube channel, a blog. Um, And I'll just see which one grows. What's really important is to actually just focus a lot of energy on one. That doesn't mean that you can't be on multiple platforms, but I say this a lot on the podcast. It's important to really intentionally pour into one or two main platforms because otherwise all these platforms are going to grow a little, but none of them are really going to grow at a fast rate. So I decided that for me, A Facebook group was a good choice because I could host events, I could go live, I could ask questions, I could post polls. It really just worked in my business. And for yoga teachers, I really recommend a Facebook group over really anything else. All right, so that's number one. I really just got really clear with my intention and I went full force into my vision to grow a Facebook group full of my ideal client. Number two, I created strategic content to funnel my ideal client into my Facebook group. So every month I set a goal. I set a goal for how many people I wanted in my group every month. And I created content until I hit that goal. Total transparency, I didn't hit that goal every single month. It just served as a way for me to track my progress and make sure that I was on the right track. So I created content where my ideal clients were hanging out, right? I wrote blog posts about yoga teachers. I launched this podcast to help yoga teachers. I created content on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest. I went on all these other platforms, created really valuable content that funneled teachers directly into my group. So what would this look like for a yoga teacher? 
So if you're a yoga teacher and you're sitting out there and you're like, Meg, you just told me to focus on one platform and now you're saying that you're on all these other platforms. Yes, so let me be clear. I made my Facebook group my central hub. It was a place for me to funnel yoga teachers in from a lot of different places. But I know that people aren't necessarily just going to organically stumble upon my Facebook group. So by touching all these other platforms and making sure that on every single other platform, teachers were encouraged to join my Facebook group after interacting with my content. So at the bottom of my blog posts, I would link to my Facebook group, the pins that I was posting on Pinterest, all my podcast episodes, all of these other platforms had a call to action if this teacher enjoyed my content and wanted to go further with me, wanted to go deeper with me, I asked them directly to join my Facebook group. I talk a lot on here about growing an email list as well. So something that I put in place recently to grow my Facebook group is every time someone downloads a free resource or joins a workshop or a challenge and they're added to my email list, part of my welcome sequence directly invites them into my Facebook group. So I have all these other systems in place to funnel yoga teachers through my content into my Facebook group. And after implementing these systems, my Facebook group has grown exponentially over the past three months. I think about two or three months ago, I had half the number of teachers in my Facebook group. So as you're creating content, are you putting a call to action in every piece of content to make sure that they are being funneled into your central hub? And maybe that's a Facebook group or wherever it might be. Number three, I collaborated. This is so important. I collaborated with other people who serve the same clients as me. So I did interview swaps in other people's Facebook groups. I did guest challenges. I was interviewed on people's podcasts. I really, really went out there and pitched myself to other people who are serving the same audience as me. I offered them either an interview swap or I'll do something free in their community for them in exchange for permission to ask people if they wanted to join my Facebook group. And then they would do the same in my community, right? They would come into my Facebook group, I would interview them, and then some people from my community would go and join their Facebook group. Really important to look at other people, other teachers who are doing similar things to you, who are serving similar communities to you, not looking at them as competition, but actually looking to collaborate with them and exercising your muscle of actually pitching yourself to those people and saying like, I really think that collaborating together could help both of us would be mutually beneficial for us both to grow our communities. I'm actually in the process right now of collaborating with another podcast host who has a similar podcast to me. And we're going to do some kind of challenge or giveaway on our podcasts to grow our communities. Some of you might like her podcast more. Some of her audience might like my podcast more. But either way, we are both growing our communities in an organic and an authentic way. So to recap, number one, get super clear on who you're attracting and where you're attracting them to. Number two, set a goal for how many people you want in your community every month and create content that funnels them into your community until you reach that goal or get close to that goal. Number three, collaborate. Collaboration over competition all the way. I know we see that everywhere, but it's not always super easy to actually implement. All right, y'all, I hope this was helpful for you. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, go ahead and hit screenshot, share it on your Instagram story. It really means the world to me that you all are enjoying this podcast so much and sharing it with your yoga teacher friends. 
And if you haven't downloaded my free resources on my website, go ahead and head over to megsangimino.com slash freebies. We're working on some more for all of you. So keep an eye out for some more awesome resources and I will talk to you next time.